Well, thank you very much, and you are listening to WETF, the jazz station in South Bend, Indiana. This is the Jazz Focus, and my name is John Clark. Thank you for joining us again, and uh, hope you're in the mood for some very good jazz. We're going to be focusing on a short period in New York City, uh, the summer of 1955, and uh, the performers we're going to be hearing today are the Adderley Brothers, Cannonball, uh, formerly named Julian Adderley on alto sax, and his younger brother Nat on cornet. They had been born and raised in Florida, down the Fort Lauderdale area. They were trained as musicians, came from a musical family, and uh, Nat actually went on the road as a, as a late teenager. He was hired by Lionel Hampton and toured with his big band for a couple of years before uh, doing something wrong and getting fired, I suppose. He went back to Florida where Julian was a music teacher, a high school music teacher. He had gone through the Navy School of Music, had been in the service for a while, was a very, very adept technical player and uh, knew what he was doing. Uh, And they decided that they were going to make a trip together to New York City. Uh, Cannonball, Julian, was looking to do some graduate work at Columbia. He was going to get his master's in education, which ended up not happening. But uh, in their trip to New York, where they stayed with a relative in Brooklyn, they'd made the uh, the tour of uh, some of the clubs around uh, on 52nd Street. Actually, it was a little late for 52nd Street, but uh, in Greenwich Village and different places. And uh, they ended up going to the Cafe Bohemia, where they heard Oscar Pettiford's band. And as it turned out, the saxophone player with that band, Jerome Richardson, uh, was late to the gig. He had another commitment. And Cannonball was asked to sit in. He had a saxophone with him. And he immediately impressed all present with his abilities. He became known as the New Bird, uh, Charlie Parker, who was at the tail end of his career at that point. And uh, that uh, sit-in opportunity, and Nat sat in as well, led to a recording session uh, for Savoy Records uh, that was done in uh, June, June 28th of 1955, right about uh, within a week or two of when they did this uh, sit-in opportunity with Pettiford. And uh, the band was Kenny Clark and his all-stars. Kenny Clark was the drummer. It was, in fact, pretty much the Oscar Pettiford band without Oscar Pettiford. We have Kenny Clark on drums, Paul Chambers on bass, Horace Silver on piano, Jerome Richardson on tenor sax, Donald Byrd on trumpet, and the Adderley Brothers, Nat on cornet and Cannonball on Al. And we heard Bohemia After Dark, the Oscar Pettiford tune uh, that was kind of a theme song, I believe, for that group. The first trumpet solo we heard was Donald Byrd, and he was followed on cornet by... Uh, Nat Adderley. We also heard Cannonball on alto, and Horace Silver, and Paul Chambers. Some really very good kind of in the middle between bebop and hardbop playing at the time. And as I said, Cannonball especially, but Nat too, uh, made a, a, a big impact immediately on the New York scene. And we're going to be hearing the results of about three sessions, three or four sessions, from the summer of 1955, right when they just got going. So we're going to jump over now to a session that was led by Nat Adderley. And this is uh, something that was done for uh, one of the uh, various uh, um, Norman Granz labels, MRC and Mercury. I think this was actually uh, Mercury. It was issued on a Wing LP. And it's Nat Adderley's uh, quintet with Nat on cornet, Cannonball on alto, Horace Silver again on piano, Paul Chambers again on bass, and Roy Haynes on drums. This was done at the end of the summer, September 6th of 1955. And we're going to hear uh, two brothers, uh, suitable tune for this uh, for this session, followed by the uh, Sammy Kahn tune, I Should Care, which is a good ballad feature for both of the brothers. 
Then we're going to hear uh, another tune by the Adderley Brothers. I should mention Two Brothers was by both of them, as is the third tune that we're going to hear, Little Joni Walks. And uh, that's got a neat little uh, sort of teddy bears picnic type of uh, theme going there. The Adderleys wrote some fabulous tunes at this time and then later on went into the soul and funk uh, style where they did things like Mercy, Mercy, Mercy and Dat Dare and so forth. So those are our three tunes from uh, Mercury Records, September of 1955, the Nat Adderley Quintet, Two Brothers, I Should Care, and Little Joni Walks.
Both Adderley brothers had a real knack for putting together uh, interesting tunes that were good blowing vehicles for jazz musicians, and uh, their tunes from later on especially became uh, cornerstones in the repertoire. So we started out with, uh, started and ended that set with uh, two Adderley brothers compositions, two brothers, followed by Little Joni Walks at the end, and that was, uh, as I said, had a little kind of humorous quote of Teddy Bear's Picnic in there in the head part. In between, we heard a ballad, kind of a walking ballad performance of I Should Care, uh, that especially highlights Nat Adderley's playing. I think at this point in his career, he was best at ballads. He tended to get a little bit diffuse in his faster playing, which matured over the years. Uh, Cannonball, on the other hand, was a completely finished musician from the first time he stepped in front of the microphone in a recording studio. He was really a superb player, and uh, Nat was not far behind at the time, and as I said, he got uh, up to that level a little bit later on. So we're going to go on and hear uh, another tune from those MRC sessions by Nat Adderley's quintet, another Adderley Brothers composition called Sundance, in tribute, I guess, to their uh, time in Florida. As I said, they were both raised in Fort Lauderdale, and they uh, went to Texas A&M, and then the Navy School of Music. Nat was part of that as well. Uh, Nat went on tour for, it wasn't quite a year, I guess, with Lionel Hampton's band in Europe before coming back to Florida while Julian was uh, a high school teacher. And so, as uh, I said earlier, the summer of 1955 found them visiting New York and immediately latching on to jobs and uh, strong reputations there. So after Sundance, we're going to go back to uh, that Savoy session by uh, Kenny Clark and his All-Stars. This was the Oscar Pettiford band without Oscar Pettiford and uh, the addition of the Adderley Brothers. And we're going to hear a, a Cannonball feature on Willow Weep For Me. This was a tune that he recorded several times in his career, was obviously a favorite of his, and showed a really finished ballad performance. He uh, uh, was obviously influenced by Charlie Parker, but he had a, a sense of the earlier players as well. A little bit of Johnny Hodges, but more along the lines of Benny Carter and the very highly technical, uh, uh, elaborate playing that never uh, really uh, descended into just notes. It always had a direction to it and uh, some very beautiful tone colors uh, that he could create on his alto. Then we're going to hear uh, the session that the Adderley Brothers did under Cannonball's name in July of 1955, July 14th. This is also for Savoy, and we're going to hear a tune called A Little Taste, and that tune is credited to Julian himself, or by himself, I should say. So those are our three tunes for this set. Uh, Nat Adderley's Quintet doing Sundance, Kenny Clark and his All-Stars featuring Cannonball Adderley on Willow Weep for Me, and Cannonball Adderley's Quintet doing A Little Taste.
So that's the Adderley Brothers doing a series of tunes from several different dates. We started out with Sundance, a tune by Cannonball and Nat Adderley done for MGM, or one of its related labels, on, a label, on an album called Introducing Nat Adderley. Uh, again, from the end of summer, September of 1955, that summer, the two brothers arrived from Fort Lauderdale, and that was, as I said, called Sundance. Then we went back to the Kenny Clark All-Stars, the first date that they did right after their uh, sit-in at the Cafe Bohemia uh, with the Oscar Pettiford Band, and that was a feature for Cannonball, Willow Weep for Me, a really beautiful ballad feature. He did uh, wonderful ballads. We could do a whole program of just his, uh, his ballad performances. And that was done in June, June 28th of 1955 for Savoy with uh, Donald Byrd and Nat Adderley on trumpet and cornet respectively, although didn't really hear them on, the, on that track and also didn't really hear Jerome Richardson on tenor sax, uh, who's featured on some other tracks uh, from that date. Horace Silver was on piano, Paul Chambers on bass, and Kenny Clark on drums. And then we finished up with another Savoy recording from about a month later. Actually, not even a month later, a little more than two weeks, July 14th of 1955, A Little Taste by Julian Adderley, and that featured the uh, Adderley Brothers Quintet, actually under Julian's name at that point, with Hank Jones on piano, Paul Chambers on bass, and Kenny Clark on drums. So I hope you've enjoyed this program. We have time for two more, and these are longer tracks than we usually play, so I'm going to get out of the way and let them go. These are also from that summer. We're going to hear from the same date as a little uh, uh, a little taste. We're going to hear uh, Still Talking to You, Slow Blues, that was an answer to uh, the earlier uh, recording, Hear Me Talking to You, by the Kenny Clark Group, which we're not going to hear. So Still Talking to You will be followed by with apologies to Oscar, which is the uh, Kenny Clark group and the Oscar Pettiford band without Oscar Pettiford. And that is based on the chord changes of Sweet Georgia Brown. Some nice lively playing there. So all this from the summer of 1955, just as Cannonball Adderley uh, and his brother Nat made it to New York and became established on the New York jazz scene. And uh, they never really returned to Fort Lauderdale, at least in a professional capacity. They were off and running and had considerable success, even uh, financial and... Um, uh, success, uh, popular success, I guess you'd have to say, as jazz players. So you've been listening to WETF, the jazz station, South Bend, Indiana. My name is John Clark, and this is the Jazz Focus. Thank you very much, and tune in again next week.